the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Business and investing news. We are Business 1440. KYCR, Golden Valley. A service of Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. The Mueller report is now in the hands of Attorney General William Barr. The two-year investigation now complete, but the legal wrangling just about to begin. Barr must now decide what to send to Congress and how much of the report, if any, will be made public. In a letter to the Senate and House Judiciary Committees, he has suggested he could have a summary document of the report's principal conclusions as soon as this weekend. That is, of course, what Wally Hines reporting. California Governor Gavin Newsom will allow state fire officials to bypass some environmental regulations to clear off dead trees ahead of the fire season. Rather than reacting, we want to get ahead of this by moving forward in an efficient and effective manner to protect lives and protect property. Newsom coming under fire from some environmental groups who say that his moves he's taking is going to damage the environment. This is SRN News. If it was 1990, you'd be listening to your favorite radio station on that bulky boombox that burns through D batteries faster than you can say you've got mail. Well, thankfully, it's the 21st century, and there are much better alternatives. For example, just ask Alexa to tune in. Alexa, play Business Radio 1440. Throw out that old beeper and get with the times. Listen to your favorite Business 1440 hosts and shows with Alexa and Amazon Echo. Every day, the men and women of the United States Marine Corps demonstrate their commitment to defend the American way of life. Since 1775, we have served our nation as a force in readiness. From combat operations to humanitarian assistance in every corner of the world. No matter where the mission takes us today, or wherever our country needs us tomorrow. We always remember the land we call home. As Marines, we take a stand for each other, for our nation, for us all. The few, the proud, the Marines. Step into Chet's Shoes this season for a variety of men's and women's work and recreational footwear. Our store features safety toes and regular toes, as well as keen hiking boots and New Balance walking and running shoes. Think steel toe boots are too heavy? Check out our lightweight safety toe footwear. Don't let spring showers get in the way of work or play this season. Make sure your feet are protected with durable waterproof boots. Stop in to see us in Columbia Heights and shop ChetShoes.com. If the shoe fits, you've been to Chet's. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. The Wall Street Business Network is on the air. It's the King Banyan Show. As an educator and former legislator, Professor Banyan steps out of the classroom and onto the airwaves to break down the local and national economic news that matters to you. Just say what you got, man. It's the King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Now, here's King Banyan. Side deals, secret promises, he's always got an agenda. Obviously, that agenda did not include getting nominated to be on the board of the Federal Reserve. I'm King Banyan. Welcome to the King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Missed that much. Yeah, just a little bit. Uh, spring is here. My watch says it's going to reach 50 up here in, uh, in the tundra known as uh, central Minnesota uh, today. That'll be awesome. Uh, maybe I'll actually get rid of the down coat today. 
Maybe not. It's what happens as, as one ages, one gets colder, easier and easier. I suspect I'll soon be the person that wears the down coat on the 4th of July. Um, anyway, welcome to the show. Interesting interesting week of news for you. We'll get to, to all of that. I imagine uh, many of you are are getting ready to start watching uh, the NC2As. We are in St. Cloud, too, by the way, because we, of course, have the... Uh, the Frozen Four Championship of the NCHC, just the best darn hockey conference in America. Um, will be, will be. St. Cloud State will uh, be playing UMD in an All Minnesota final tonight uh, down at the X. Um, I'll be watching it. I uh, hope you will too. Uh, go Huskies and uh, and all that. We're here on the campus, of course, of St. Cloud State, as I usually am. Yeah, that's as much hockey talk as you're ever going to get out of me, uh, unless unless they get to the to the uh, to the national uh, national uh, Frozen Four, in which case uh, we'll talk about it again. We'll in fact talk about it for a couple weeks uh, because I love the fact that they have it. They they have the the regionals, and then there's two weeks to get to the uh, Frozen Four. Uh, that will that uh, the national Frozen Four, and that'll be great. Anyway. Um, that's as much sports talk as I dare do. Although I got a little ticked off on Twitter uh, this week from a column by Patrick Royce trying to tell me how wonderful it is that uh, that Hennepin County voted for uh, the money for uh, Target Field. Why? Because they got extra money that they could use to build some other stuff besides just Target Field. Right? Great. You've you've taxed your folks more than you had initially thought you would. You didn't need to tax them as much as you did. And rather than give the money back, you built an extra library. Fantastic! I'm sure that was. I'm sure that's exactly what people were thinking when they when they uh, did that when they voted on that. Oh wait, they didn't vote on that. That's right. I remember now. Anyway, six five one two eight nine four four seven seven. The number to call with your questions, comments, and concerns. Um, are you concerned about the economy? Well, it sure sounded like. Um, Sounded like uh, Jay Powell was. Uh, FOMC met this week to the surprise of nobody, to absolutely nobody. Um, left interest rates on unch- left the uh, the Fed funds rate target unchanged. I won't say left interest rates unchanged because they only control one, and that one is unchanged. And they say likely to be unchanged for the foreseeable future. Um, at least through the end of this year. We'll t- I'll talk a little bit later about the dot plot. They may be getting a new a new buddy on the FOMC because President Trump tweeted yesterday uh, afternoon, Friday afternoon, that he was intending to send the nomination forward of Steve Moore, Stephen Moore, to the uh, to the to the Senate to be a governor. Governors are appointed to 14-year terms. Just a reminder. If Stephen Moore, anyone nominated to be a governor, is appointed to a 14-year term. So he has the potential to be there for a darn long time. That's part of the design of the Federal Reserve to make it more independent. They, every two years, a seat should come up. Every two, oftentimes, people step down. And by the way, just the technicals of this is that when somebody steps down, you can you are appointed, you can be appointed to the remainder of somebody's term, and then be appointed to your own term. But you your own term lasts fourteen years, and you cannot be reappointed after that. So eventually, you run off. That's in fact what happened to uh, to uh, Ben Bernanke. At some point, they realized he couldn't say he couldn't keep his seat on the board all that much longer so they decided to have him go when alan greenspan was appointed to the fed he was first appointed to a seat that had been resigned and had about eight years to run he was appointed to that and then was reappointed to his own governorship Um, chairs are appointed for four-year terms but the governors get 14-year terms chairs can be reappointed as long as they're governors but a chair but a governor once it starts its own 14-year term, can't be reappointed there. I'm trotting out and showing off my knowledge of the bureaucracy of the Federal Reserve. 
Anyway, fair to say everyone kind of had a, a mild to moderate freak out about the fact that uh, uh, Stephen Moore was nominated to, to the Federal Reserve. So I'm going to get this off my chest right off the top, right quickly. If you want to call and argue with me about this, you can. Uh, 651-289-4477. I have several friends have already said, you can't support this, can you? The guy doesn't know anything about monetary policy, you know, and go on about all the bad predictions he's made. Let me say three things in, in this regard. One, there are no qualifications. There's nothing in the Federal Reserve Act that says who can be appointed to serve as a governor of the Federal Reserve. It just says the president appoints and the Senate confirms. Would I advise a senator to vote for for more to be on the on the uh, on the board. Well, let me say I have met Steve Moore more than once, uh, thanks to my friends at the Center of the American Experiment who have collaborated with him on a couple a couple events over the last ten years. I've been able to meet and visit with him. I do not I do not know personally his views on on monetary policy. I can only go by his written and oral statements he's made on monetary policy. I will say I'm not impressed. I don't believe he knows a whole lot about monetary policy. He's certainly not a theorist. And there's certainly cases where I believe he has been he has been um troubling. So if someone was at, tr- troubling in some of his views. And I'm not going to go through the litany of reasons because this is not beat up on Steve Moore day. I believe To support him, the Senate could choose to support him simply on the basis of, of saying the president, you know, this, you know, the old joke, right? A hundred senators look in the mirror, and what do they see? They see a president. They all believe that they should be the one choosing who's the who's the governor of the Federal Reserve, not President Trump or any pres or President Obama or President Bush or President Clinton. They believe they should be the one making that choice. So, as someone put it to me last night, no, no, let me, King, let me put it to you personally. If you were serving in, as a U.S. Senator, and I've been a state legislator in the past, so I, I can imagine this. If I was a state, if you were a U.S. Senator, King, would you vote to confirm him? And I said, I'm going to have to, it's going to have to depend on on what he says in testimony of how he will act as a governor i do not i do not believe that i should be substituting my judgment as a us senator for the judgment of the president is he fit to serve he understands the basis, basics of economics he's been around the field for a darn long time no he's not a financial economist and this gets me to my last point Tell me what financial economists have done for us lately. Did they help us during the recession of 2008-2009? Oh, not very much. This idea that somehow you have to be a monetary policy expert to get a seat on the Federal Reserve, I think, is, is sort of walking several steps down that road toward replacing a democracy with a technocracy and somehow having a belief that experts are needed in all these fields because, you know, forget the Fed's controlling the commanding heights of the economy, and so we need the best and brightest there. I prefer the Federal Reserve to do less rather than more. And if we had a Fed that, that had some of its powers curtailed, it would be easier for me to say, yeah, somebody who has a basic working understanding of economics and who would pledge, unlike what Moore has done in the past, uh, to be uh, to be neutral regarding and highly supportive of the independence of the Federal Reserve from political pressure, I would support a person to do that. That's why I say he's going to have to testify and testify to some things that will be contradicted by his record. And the senators will have to decide whether or not they believe that a tiger can change his stripes.
when I was, you know, the old line, right? When I was a boy, I did, you know, when I was a child, I did childish things. And now that I'm an adult, I do something different. Um, Steve Moore has always been a policy person who's got a particular point of view and has a partisan focus. It is unusual for someone with that kind of a focus to be nominated to the Fed. But those technical financial economists have points of view. They have opinions. We'll talk about a little bit of uh, a little bit of a few of them today. I'm going to talk about a couple a couple financial experts who had President Trump put their name in the tweet yesterday. Everyone would be doing hosannas. But they didn't get everything right either. They made some pretty substantial mistakes. If you're going to think about who should be the chair, uh, the, the not the chair necessarily, but a governor, one vote out of 12 on the FOMC, might you want somebody who has a keen, uh, a keen ear to uh, political views and has a view of limited government that I think comports to those those that I have much more than uh, say say certainly than Janet Yellen probably more than Ben Bernanke and maybe more than Jay Powell hey you might want one of those out of those 12 votes to be someone that could remember okay that a stable the stable value of the currency is not just a requirement of the Federal Reserve Act but it's actually constitutional We'll be back after this. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Have you tried digital marketing but don't know if it's getting you customers? Got different companies running your web design, social media marketing, and geofencing, but not sure which is working and which is a waste of your dollars? Contact us at Salem Surround, digital marketing experts who offer a free analysis of your digital marketing effectiveness and suggest methods that could dramatically increase your sales. We can put all your digital marketing under one roof, give you monthly reports on results, and instantly move your dollars to the most effective areas of your digital marketing suite. Social marketing, geofencing, web search enhancement, event targeting, and more. Now there are no limitations on where you can reach customers with Salem Surround. Total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more by logging on to surroundmsp.com surroundmsp.com connecting you with new customers it's march mayhem at business 1440 and we have an extraordinary opportunity to help grow your business or nonprofit. this includes commercials on air plus another powerful marketing tool that offers high roi this plan is incredibly targeted to match you with 50,000 of your best prospects and it's very affordable for details on this limited time slam dunk of a deal Call us today at 651-289-4444 or visit TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. This is Lon Hee Chen of the Hoover Institution for TownHall.com. The 2020 Democratic presidential field continues to take shape, and what's been more revealing are the people who have decided not to run as opposed to those who have. Mike Bloomberg, the former mayor of New York City, would have been a formidable candidate with his wealth and moderate positions on economic issues. He's not running. Sherrod Brown, a U.S. senator from Ohio, would have brought a liberal, pragmatic voice to the primary campaign. He's not running either. Those who are left are either extreme liberals like Beto, Elizabeth Warren, or Bernie Sanders, or previously moderate Democrats like former Colorado Governor John Hickenlooper, who now struggles to even admit that he's a capitalist. With Medicare for All and the Green New Deal dominating the policy discussion amongst the contenders, we shouldn't be surprised that centrist Americans have been squeezed out of the Democratic Party. And that's a trend that works in President Trump's favor as he seeks re-election in 2020. I'm Lon Hee Chen. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. Let's face it, life can get busy. Between work, trips to the cabin on the weekends, keeping your eye on the markets, with everything going on, convenience usually comes at a premium. But Business 1440 is here to make things a bit easier. 
With the iHeartRadio app, you can stream your favorite shows anytime, anywhere, and it's free. Download iHeartRadio from the App Store or listen online at iHeartRadio.com and stay connected with your best financial partner wherever you go. Business 1440. Just let that play. My pleasure. Oh. It's a good one, right? Yeah. Jason will not know this. Jason is uh, sitting in for Andrew today, who's on assignment. Good morning, everybody. Uh, Good morning, and good morning to you, Jason. If you listen to the... Other elements of the Narn, uh, 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 you may have heard Jason's production work before, but it's his first time on the show here on the King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Um, treat him nicely. Please and okay? thank you. Please and thank you, I, yeah. Yeah, yeah, particularly you guys you guys who uh, call at 651-289-4477. Be good to him, okay? We I think don't they wanna, will be. Everybody's we don't want yeah. Yeah, to scare off the, new, the, the newbie, right? Oh, I'm not. I don't. I don't get afraid very easily. So don't worry yeah. about me, folks. All right. All right. Good deal. Good deal. Welcome. Welcome, Jason, to the show. Thank Good you for having you. me, Jason. Um, question: Who does your taxes? Me, myself, and I. Thanks to awesome. a website or something like that. Yeah. So you go to a website and use it. Okay. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. On uh, it's uh, break week at uh, the University of Minnesota this past week, and so my daughter, who's a student there, uh, and who. Who makes a, a, a little money thanks thanks to uh, a, a fellowship she has, uh, uh, working uh, an assistantship she has uh, through the grad program she studies in, um, comes up and says, "Dad, can we get working on our ta- on my taxes?" And I s- looked at her and I said, "Oh, sure, okay." And I'm thinking to myself, this young woman is working on a doctorate. She needs dad to do her taxes well she sounds like a very busy woman i mean she might she not have a time busy for that one. yeah i got time for that right <laughs> so i so sure enough uh uh thanks to uh thanks to uh uh Vern mckinley who's been a guest on the show in the past uh, off his twitter feed i see a link to an article titled yes it's tax day and you're still doing returns for your adult children I'm seeing my son uh, a little later uh, today, and I'm wondering if he's going to come have me do do his as well. Neither of them are at all complicated taxes. Hers, the daughter, a little bit because the government treats uh, graduate assistantships uh, a little bit funny. Um, so we have to actually go through a process of reading some extra forms, and I think we have to file one extra thing. But this year, I simply put her on I, – I, Opened up my TurboTax, created an account for her, put her on it, and I said, okay, bring the computer when you hit the first wall. Um, she comes over and says, why do I owe money? And I'm looking like looking, looking at him like, oh, well, here's what happened. And she'd forgot to enter an exp- ex- expense uh, that related to her related to her uh, work at the university. And I said, yeah, you put that number in there, but you didn't put the number that washes that out down here. And so they think that's income. So we took care of that. Off you go. Okay. So that's fine. But listen to this. Well, every spring, like clockwork, Bridget Cusick receives a package from her father. This year, she opened it to find two manila envelopes stamped and pre-addressed, one to New York State, one to the Internal Revenue Service. Her address was written in the top left-hand corner. There were forms, too, three stacks held together by paper clips. A post-it note stuck to one said, Your copies. It's very turnkey for me, she said. I put a little, I, he puts little sticky arrows that say, sign here. Ms. Cusick is 42, director of marketing with the Archdiocese of New York. This article is from, by the way, from uh, last April. She has never done her taxes. Her 74-year-old dad, a retired attorney from, from Barron, Wisconsin, does them for her. It's not like I don't think I could learn to do it, she says, but if my dad legitimately seems to enjoy doing it and saves me time, why not? He enjoys it. She's good at it. Such is the party line of adults 
who still have their accounting needs handled by their parents. This includes Ms. Cusick's younger brother and his wife, who receive a packet of their own each spring. Okay, so, side channel to my, to my children. I'm not that guy. I will do them for you because I really don't want you to run into trouble with the IRS. So if you look at me and I look at you and, and, and I decide, yeah, you're probably going to mess that up. I'll, I will do this. Am I a bad parent for thinking to myself, you ought to be able to do this yourself? Right? Everyone assumes, you know, oh, well, King, you're an economist, so you must know how to do taxes. Oh, King, you're an economist. You must be able to be the treasurer of our nonprofit organization. Okay? Oh, King, you're, you're an economist. You can figure out how to do the stewardship campaign at church. I will tell you, economists have zero skills at any of these things, necessarily. They might have the skill, but it's not because of what they learned in college in their economics classes. So, yes, and, and, and I will add to this. To help pay my way through college, I did spend two springs at H&R Block. So it's not like I don't know my way around a tax form. But I did it to make money. When I really needed to make money. I now have a job as a tenured faculty member in a, in a university. I don't need to prepare taxes for money anymore. And at some point, I think to myself, you ought to do this. I mean, here's, here's the one last point, and then I'm going to go ahead and go, go to the economic news of the day. But I, I happened to see this during the break from Vern. And like, like oh, really? Really? Let me, let me put this to you. If you're the one that takes care of the family finances, ask yourself the sim- and you're married, ask yourself the simple question. If you were to drop dead tomorrow for whatever reason, to, to, to die in a horrible accident or something like that, how would your spouse know to hand would your spouse know how to handle the family finances? If you're not married, but you have children, insert your children where I use the word spouse. If you are single and you have and you have gifts you want to leave to people who are and you have gifts you want to leave to people uh, to your old college to your church to your favorite charity who will take care of that I'm training my I'm training my two kids to do their own taxes because they can't assume dad's always going to be there to do that I could I could tell you this mom is not going to be the one that does it but you know, she, it's not going to be her. Okay, I started doing her taxes um, within about uh, six months of us starting to date. She just said, "Oh, you well, the whole thing." Well, sweetheart, you must. You're an economist. You must be able to do my taxes. Yeah, I am able to do your taxes. And since we're still in the courtship phase of this relationship, I will do it for you. Okay, when we went from courtship to marriage, that job just transferred automatically. But at some point, someone needs to get to the grow-up stage, and you say, you should be able to do this yourself. And so I, it, it is the advice to make sure, you know, make sure your family, I've, I've watched this, my parents, my dad, my dad was very sharp with, with finances, but when dad, when dad uh, uh, was afflicted with Alzheimer's, um, and it fell to my mother. My mother's a bookkeeper. She certainly can balance a checkbook. She certainly can figure out how to get taxes paid. She can get on the phone. But in terms of managing managing forward several years, thinking f- about finance, she didn't. She doesn't have that skill. That was my dad who had an MBA. He has that skill. So that. So I mean. So I have helped. In that regard, right, she can go get help from her kid, but you wonder yourself, what would happen if she didn't have that? So you need to train them. You need to train them not just in knowing, you know, where's the checkbook and what's the password to the online brokerage account you have, but sort of train them in thinking about here's the plan, here's how we do this, here's what here's what we're, we're expecting to have in the next 10 years so that if 9 years and 11 months from now, 
it's your spouse or your child alone, there's something you've got some kind of backup plan. So yeah, if you have if your kid comes to you and says, "Mom, Dad, help me with the taxes," don't just do it for them. Sit them down and walk them through it, so that should they find themselves not having your your support and assistance uh, because you're not there, that they won't they won't struggle or otherwise go and pay way too much to an accountant who maybe doesn't do as good a job. Um, <laughs> yes, Don writes, but dad, math is hard, says the math major. Don, IRS isn't math. IRS is actually accounting. So it's a little different. And while while child can do math in ways that I can barely even imagine, never had a course in accounting. Never did have that course. Um, 651-289-4477. Uh, so let's, what's the, what is the bigger news of the week? What happened, uh, happened uh, between the EU and the UK regarding Brexit? Or what happened with the Federal Reserve and its announcements on Wednesday? Well, you don't have to choose. You're going to get to hear both of them coming up next on The King Banyan Show on Business 1440. It's a beautiful morning Looks like it's gonna be a beautiful day But where is my baby? First Mortgages, Impact Mortgage Group, DBA, Cash Call Mortgage, 19500 Jamboree Road, Irvine, California, 92612, NMLS 128231. Equal housing lender, not licensed in all states, including New York. Call 855-657-9910 for licensing terms and restrictions. Okay, here's the deal. You're a freelancer, a hired hand, a self-made, self-owned business of one. Whether you're a contractor, creative director, or consultant, you're the boss. And that makes things easy. Unless, of course, you're trying to get a mortgage. When it comes to qualifying for a cash-out refi, gig economy workers come with more obstacles, more complexities, and more stress, right? Wrong. Dial 800-815-0745, and one of our cash-out mortgage specialists will help you qualify for the lowest interest loan possible, regardless of your source of income. It's the easiest call you'll make all day. Dial 800-815-0745. That's 800-815-0745. Make the cash call today. That's 800-815-0745. Hi, this is Lee with the Kingdom Builders. The colder weather tends to allow for more time to reflect on things. Sometimes we wonder if we're doing the right things, or at least wonder if we're doing the best things. As a business, it is easy to be distracted by the advice of others, the influence of the world's view on how things should be, and certainly by our carnal desires. We pray that as the Kingdom Builders continues, that we would never lose sight of what and who is really important. As we will certainly make mistakes in this endeavor, we trust that the Church, the Word, and the Holy Spirit will guide and direct us back on point. This is Matthew with the Kingdom Builders. We strive to have our standard be God's standard. One of the ways we do that is we regularly look to God's Word to examine our hearts and our motives because we try to glorify the Lord Jesus in everything we do. We strive to take these standards on your roof, on your gutter job, whatever it might be. Give us a call at 612-900-9166 or look us up at thekingdombuilders.net. If you have hair loss, then I have great news for you. This is Mike Greenlee, familiar voice with Minnesota hockey fans. I urge you to log on to INeedMoreHair.com. I'd like to introduce you to the only permanent solution to hair loss, INeedMoreHair.com. You will find some of the most experienced hair transplant specialists in Minnesota. Their doctors have given patients from around the world, including some of the most prominent celebrities, a full head of hair. They can do the same for you. If you have hair loss and want more hair, go to INeedMoreHair.com. Here's the best part. Their technique is so advanced, their results are guaranteed in writing, and their prices are the best in the business. Prices as low as $3 per graft. Their office is conveniently located in Egan. INeedMoreHair.com will allow you to see a more confident reflection of yourself. That's INeedMoreHair.com. The consultations are free, and the results are amazing. Check out INeedMoreHair.com for complete details. INeedMoreHair.com. Experience you can trust. Prices you can afford. Welcome back, King Daniel Show, Business 1440. 
I'd have to do a lot of presentations this past week. 651-289-4477, the number to call with your questions. I did a lot of presentations, and at one of them, someone asked about recession forecasts. Our latest quarterly business report uh, was published up here at at, at the St. Cloud Times, and then we do a presentation here in the community. In fact, I did two presentations. 16 years in a row, I've been able to speak to the Central Minnesota State Planners um, Association and uh, kept the streak alive, um, even though we had trouble scheduling a date to do it um, uh, because we got snowed out on one on one and on another one. I ended up with a with an emergency that I needed to attend to and had to cancel on them almost at the last minute. They're very nice folks, um, and and so someone asked the question and I said, "Well, you know that old joke, right?" that the economists have predicted eight of the last five recessions. And it got, I don't if you laughed right then, okay, or rather than groan, because it's like, oh gosh, that line again. That line's been around for quite a long time. I, I can't remember who was the first one to use it. I believe it was Paul Samuelson, but, uh, and, and would have been 25, 30 years ago. I could be wrong about, about where it originated, but. But it's been around a long time. I sure as heck didn't invent it. Um, but uh, and I always try. I always end up. If someone asks me where did you hear it first, I say Samuelson, but I, it could have been somebody else. Anyway, it got a laugh. But the reason I was using it was there's this this bit of madness that has happened over over the last few months about the slope of the yield curve. And. And sure enough, uh, yesterday, Friday, in the morning, at one moment, at one point in time, the 10-year Treasury returned one basis point, one one-hundredth of one percent less than a three-month Treasury. So when that happens, that's the standard measure of the yield curve. When we talk about the slope of the yield curve, it's the difference in the interest rates at a three-month maturity and a 10-year maturity for a treasury, for a, for a bond issued by, or note issued by the treasury. And at that particular moment, the three-month was trading at a slightly higher yield to maturity than the 10-year. And... I often point out to people that the yield curve, much like my joke, the yield curve has predicted eight of the There have been three inversions that did not, in fact, come to the yield curve. So yesterday, Scott Summers University outside of Boston um, said that and said, the, said these words. Uh-oh. Does this mean a recession is more likely than before? Yes. Does this mean that a recession is likely in the next 12 months? Probably not. Does this mean that monetary policy is too tight? Hard to say. Couldn't agree more with Professor Sumner on all three of those points. The reason we were having that talk at, uh, at the Corley Business Report review on Thursday was that, was that we asked in our most recent uh, it, in our most recent survey of local business leaders, what do you think is the probability of a recession over the next over the next twelve months? And we told them, you know, and we just gave them zero percent, ten percent, twenty percent, twenty five percent, thirty percent. We gave them ten ten percent intervals between zero and one hundred, and said, pick the one that fits you the best. The majority of them picked an equal number of them, and and about. About sixty percent of the distribution picked either twenty percent or thirty percent, with a handful, five or six, saying there'll be no recession in twenty nineteen, and only a couple, uh, only three of the about fifty. I think we had forty nine responses to this question. Three of the forty nine responses indicating a probability of fifty percent or higher. Now, we, that survey went out six weeks ago, so the yield curve, the traditional yield curve, had an inverted, but the newspapers, the financial press, had been full of stories about some particular portion of the yield curve having a negative slope to it. It's been a funny-looking funny yield curve. 
here's what I would say about this. The yield curve is, the, excuse me, the U.S. economy is doing reasonably well and far better than the world economy. You've heard me on, the, on, on this show here every Saturday, 9 to 11, here on Business 1440. You've heard me say over and over again that my concern for the U.S. economy is a shock that comes from overseas. We'll talk about one of those potential shocks, or we'll talk about maybe, maybe a couple of them in the next hour. We're going to certainly, definitely going to talk about Brexit. I also want to talk about what's happening in China and what's happening in the rest of Europe, because what happened, uh, what happened uh, last, this, week, this past week with Brexit has, I think, more to do with Europe than it has to do with the UK. So, what happened, what happened was, of course, in 1998, the yield curve slightly inverted in the latter half of the year. The U.S. economy was growing at about 3% at that time, but the world economy was going through all kinds of convulsions because... Of course, if you remember your history, 1998 was the period when we had the shocks that happened to the East Asian tigers. Okay, so Indonesia, Malaysia, Philippines, South Korea, all of those economies got Thailand. All of them got walloped. Their stock markets declined more than a quarter. Collectively, those countries aren't half of what China is today, but there there were significant changes. And then in August of 1998, the the ruble starts to to wobble, and in a very in what I think was a surprise to most market participants, the the Russians announced that they were in a, they were not going to honor all of the bonds that they had had that they had issued. They they said we're not going to we're not going to be able to pay the interest on these bonds for a while. And they depreciated the ruble dramatically versus the dollar after keeping it in a, in a very, very managed float, almost a, almost a weak fix of the ruble-dollar exchange rate. They, they had a, a fairly substantial uh, de, uh, devaluation or depreciation of the ruble. All of this led to real concerns in 1998 that the economy was going to to falter and collapse no such in the united states no such thing happened now some extraordinary measures what were put in place the us uh, uh, the clinton administration lent a substantial pile of money to some of the some of the economies not to russia but to some other places the imf was off dropping Dropping uh, millions of dollars in places around the around the world, trying to keep markets from collapsing. South Korea got a huge loan. Indeed, some of that loan did did come from the United States. And we went on two more years with fairly strong U.S. growth. It was only at the very end, and the and the dot com collapse in two thousand and two thousand one that we saw that we finally saw the recession that wasn't really predicted by the what the events of 1998 it was its own separate set of events so and, and this is the history that that Sumner tries to remind you of I'll retweet this piece again at the break uh it's it's well it's well worth our time to to uh look at but it is it is important for you to understand that the yield curve isn't necessarily telling you what you think it's doing. So, Jason, if you could get up cut number one. This uh, this is the chief investment officer for Oppenheimer Funds, uh, Krishna Mamani, uh, on on I, CNBC, I believe, yesterday. Play cut number one, please. Indeed. Uh, well, I, I think reading too much into the yield curve is going to be a mistake at this point. It's really not the shape of the curve that matters as much as rates. And one proof point in that regard is just look at housing. And housing data came out today, single-family homes, they were doing pretty well. When was the last time when the curve was inverting and the Fed was tightening, you saw that. So I, I think a combination of low level of rates, the Fed on an easing path to some extent negates whatever we could have read out of the flattening of the curve. All right, let's, the, let, let, let. So 
So that that particular point, I think, needs to be stressed, that the economy is, in fact, doing quite well. Quite well. And still, and still, we have this this cheering of, oh, my gosh, recession's going to be coming around the corner. It's just going to be coming right around the corner. Let me, let's go to one more cl- clip. Uh, 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 this is Jan Hatzius. Uh He is uh, at Goldman, Sa- Goldman Sachs. Uh, he was on CNBC also. I believe this is actually on, on yeah, I believe this is on Thursday uh, there. And this is cut number three, please, Jason. Uh, I also think, though, that actually the underlying economy is not looking that bad. I think the slowdown has been exaggerated by some special factors, some one-off things. You know, the the moves in financial conditions, uh, which have partially reversed, government shutdown, uh, you know, inventories. So I I think if you look at the the data underneath the surface, we're actually starting to see some stabilization. So I don't think the growth outlook is that bad, but I, I do think it makes sense from the from the Fed's perspective, to move to the sideline uh, and, and and see what happens. So let's. So that's what they did. The Fed moved to the sidelines uh, on Wednesday, and we'll talk about that right after this. You're listening to the King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Business 1440 is KYCR Golden Valley. It's only March, and liberals have done nothing this year but, well, create chaos. Andrew Cuomo in New York, Ocasio-Cortez driving Amazon out of New York, Kamala Harris, they're all out pursuing their liberal agenda. Major corporations where you shop every day are using their buying power to steer America towards a socialist economy. If your sell is with AT&T or Verizon, your money is supporting liberal candidates. The ACLU, you need OUS, Planned Parenthood, you can support your values by switching to Patriot Mobile. Patriot Mobile offers the same reliable nationwide coverage you already have, plus they've taken a portion of their proceeds and support conservative organizations like the Heritage Foundation, the Susan B. Anthony List, and PragerU. Patriot Mobile has unlimited talk and text plans as low as $20 a month. It's easy to switch. Call 1-800-PATRIOT and mention Hugh, or visit patriotmobile.com forward slash Hugh, and they'll waive up to two activation fees. That's right, two activation fees. Join me and thousands of Americans. Switch today. Does your family believe in the power of a private school education? Are you looking into sending your child to a private school next year? Hi, I'm Alyssa with Business 1440, and we want to help your family by covering half of your child's first year of private school. This is a program we have had for over eight years now, helping many families get into the school of their dreams. We are in the thick of open house season right now, so the timing couldn't be better. If you find a school you would like your child to attend, call me at 651-289-4406 to see if that school is one of our partner schools. It's that simple. This isn't financial aid. This is for everyone. Don't pay more than you need to for your child's first year of private school. Call me at 651-289-4406. That's 651-289-4406. Or visit our website at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. I'm a trained lawyer. I went to law school, and I have found that has actually been a disadvantage. My name is Alan. I am a current student at the OTA office in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Uh, I'm a retired district court judge, and when I decided to retire, I'd always had an interest in financial markets. I had done quite a bit of research, read up on OTA a lot. I think I had a pretty good idea of what to expect. The actual class itself was more impressive than I even anticipated. I mean, after I Ten of that half-hour class, I was absolutely 100% sold. It's almost like a light bulb goes off. You start following your rules. You recognize the mistakes you shouldn't uh, make, and you stop making them. I feel like I've actually turned a corner. I'm actually on a great path. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to do this. And I think a lot of people get scared away from the financial markets because they don't think they're smart enough, and nothing could be further from the truth. Call OTA at pound 250 on your cell phone for a free investing workshop or register at learnwithota.com. Put on your red dress, baby You're coming out tonight 
Well, it'll be red and black for the Huskies. We shall defeat the maroon. King Banyan Show, Business 1440. Welcome back. Thanks for being with us on a Saturday morning. I always appreciate the fact that on Saturday morning you got lots of choices you can make, and I thank you for the fact that you're making the choice to be here with us today. Uh, very much, very much appreciated. Six five one two eight nine four four seven seven. The number to call. Questions, comments. Um, haven't seen haven't seen anything come through yet. So so again, the yield curve argument, which Jay Powell touched on in the in the comments at the after the FOMC meeting on Tuesday and Wednesday. Um, I, I, I they're certainly there. There are certainly issues that I think you should you should uh, concern yourself with. However, uh, I I think the bigger the bigger case that was made, uh, particularly by uh, Hatsius, um, is that a lot of the things that we've seen out here are kind of one-off events. Like, so I live not terribly far. You can pretty much go ten miles in any directions from any direction from my home. And you're you're at a farm. You're in farm country, most of it dairy. And the flooding that's happened in many parts of the uh, many parts of the state and through the Upper Midwest, through down to Nebraska and Iowa. I've seen I saw some pictures of uh, off at Air Force Base uh, and the flooding that they've had uh, that the military has had to deal with in that space. Oh my heavens! It's just really bad, and the floods came so fast that many people with livestock weren't able to get their livestock out in time, so they left them behind, and you hope you hope those animals are okay. Um, that's, a, that's, a, that's a significant issue. Um, I, th- I think that's there. The government shutdown, which is now in the rearview mirror, certainly dented first quarter GDP estimates, which will probably end up coming in at 1%. Okay, indeed. If I go to the, if I talk about the uh, the farm animal piece as well, I mean, th- it fits into a sort of a longer pattern. Uh, Jason, let's find cut number two. This is John Hansen, I believe, on Bloomberg. Uh, he's from he's the president of the Nebraska Farmers Union, and he's talking about how bad it's been in the ag sector. Uh, let's play cut number two, please. I've been at this a long time, and this is the worst economic downturn that we've had since the mid 1980s. So we have just gotten through five years of at or below the cost of production commodity prices. And uh, next year doesn't look to be any better. So we have a lot of farmers and ranchers in trouble. Uh, we suspect 5 to 10% of our farmers this year are not going to get their loans renewed. Net farm income this year is half of what it was in 2013. And if you if you live again, John Hansen from the Nebraska Farmers Union. If you live here in Central Minnesota, one of the things I do to determine how the economy's going um, on Sunday afternoons, I will drive around car lots. First of all, I like looking at new cars, uh, but second of all, I look to see see how full the car lots are. When the farmers are doing well, the rows where they have the uh, pickups and the SUVs are fairly slim pickings. There aren't many there because they've been they've been all bought. When there's an extra stock of those, when there's two, three rows of pickup trucks kind of waiting for someone to come get them, uh, and and they're available for sale, then you know that the farm sector is is hurting because that and, and that happens in places like here. I sometimes even drive out to uh, the smaller cities in our area, such as such as um, Little Falls or uh, or Cold Spring, to look for. To look at the car lots up there too. Um, depends. If I'm out for a drive, I might I might take a quick drive out there just because I like driving. It's fun. So I think that those I think that that some of these issues are going to last for a while, but some of these issues are not lasting for a while. The shutdowns in the rearview mirror. There's not going to be a shutdown here in the next. I can't I can't see who to whose benefit it would be to have a shutdown here in the next. In the next twelve to eighteen months, or t- until the twenty twenty election, so that's not going to happen. Domestic issues, I think, are 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 somewhat fading. The inventory issue is because of the terrible bad weather 
elsewhere, not just the waters that, that and flooding that's happened, but also the cold snap that that really put a dent into late January into February. That probably will have some impact on the first quarter numbers, but they won't last. So I think this little bit. It, I think it's fair to say you're we're in a choppier area of growth than we were than we were two three years ago. Um, I still keep my eyes open for the investment return that we thought would happen as a result of the tax cut. I see some evidence of it. I don't see a whole lot of it. Um, it's not an overwhelming case, but there are suggest there are hints out there that may suggest it could happen. So where where it why the Fed chose to go on pause? I think I'm okay with that part. What I am not as okay with, what I am what I am concerned about, is that the Fed might stay on pause too long. And that the market seems to believe that the more likely event is, next is a rate cut, whereas I continue to believe that the next thing that's likely to happen is a rate increase. Can't happen until the second half of this year now. The Fed would completely shoot of its shoot its credibility if it was in the, one of the next two meetings. Pivot around and say, "Oh, yeah, well, we got we got head faked by uh, the shutdown. We got head faked by uh, by a, a bad month of weather, and we need to raise rates again." That that's not going to happen. But the Fed might go on pause too long, and in the meantime, it still has to deal with the issue that it's got the balance sheet issue to worry about. It's announced what it wants to do, and we'll see if it works. And we'll talk about what did Jay Powell say about that, and how did the market react to that? It was really, really interesting what happened Wednesday afternoon. And you'll learn more about it coming up next. King Banyan Show, Business 1440. People say that we don't know. Yes, yes, yes. Where have you been? If you snore, the first time you use Mute can be quite an experience. (laughs) I can breathe. I can breathe. Snoring can happen when your nose is blocked, forcing you to breathe through your mouth. Mute is a comfortable nasal breathing device designed to increase airflow through the nose by gently opening the airways. Thanks to Mute, you get all the air you need through your nose and not your mouth, which means less snoring and more chance of sleep. Oh, that's the best night I've had in years. In trials, 75% of couples reported a reduction in snoring when using Mute. Available at Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid and other fine stores. To find your local store or for more information, go to MuteSnoring.com. Mute. Breathe more, snore less, sleep better. Social Security is with you through life's journey from birth to retirement. As your life changes year to year, so do your needs. For over 80 years, Social Security has helped to meet your needs and is committed to improving access to the services that make a difference in your life. Today, you can verify your earnings, estimate your future benefits, apply for retirement, manage your benefits, and even change your address, all from the comfort of your home. Social Security's online services help put you in control with secure access to your information anytime, anywhere, allowing you to spend more time with family, friends, or simply just enjoying the day. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. Hey, it's Lee Michaels here with one of the newest members to the Patriot family. I am proud to be associated with Mike Murphy with EXP Realty. Now, it's a name that's familiar to some of you, but it's not our Mike Murphy. It's our new Mike Murphy. Mike, it is great to have you here. Thanks, Lee. We are excited to work with the Patriot and your listeners. Now, tell me, what makes EXP Realty different? EXP is a cloud-based brokerage. We like to call it the future of real estate. A lot of people get frustrated with the gimmicks and overpromises of many real estate agents. We pride ourselves on being different. No gimmicks, just great service. 
When you call our number, you will speak to me or my wife, Sharon, not an inexperienced team member. So if they want to speak to you or your wife, Sharon, how do they get a hold of you? Give us a call at 651-216-7870 or go to MikeMurphyTeam.com. It's that simple. If you're thinking about selling your home, check out Mike Murphy Team with eXp Realty, 651-216-7870 or online at MikeMurphyTeam.com. Powered by the Wall Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.